Welcome to the Real Digital Success Podcast. This is the podcast allergic to everything fake and addicted to everything online, authentic, and real. On this podcast, we discuss the things about online entrepreneurship that don't get talked about a lot, but are essential. I'm your host, Rocher, aka the meticulous marketer, the improbable interviewer, and the practical podcaster. This episode is brought to you in cooperation with Wealthy Affiliate, a platform designed to help people make money online with the help of affiliate marketing. Want to learn how to make money online by creating a blog and talk about your hobbies or interests? Go to realdigitalsuccess.com slash WA to sign up for the free beginners course and start your journey right away. No credit card or any billing information is needed. Just sign up now and start creating your own income generating block today. So yeah, happy new year to everybody. It's probably be a little bit late since uh, this episode is scheduled to come out around the 20th of January. But uh, it's still great to be back from this break. And uh, I hope uh, you've had a, yeah, a nice new year and everything. But I think it's time to get back to uh, reaching our full potential, reaching our goals and all that kind of stuff. So today we're going to talk about achieving your goals by being intentional and creating systems for success in your life. Because uh, nowadays it's become popular to hate on New York's goals. Uh, but personally, I d don't care if you waited until January 1st or started before. What I'm interested in is your approach to these goals. Because the majority of people that don't succeed in their goals probably aren't approaching it in the right way. So before we get into this, I wanted to let you listen to a small audio clip from the Dave Renzi show where someone asked him about becoming wealthy. He asked him, how do you become wealthy? And I wanted you to listen to this video clip so it will help you understand what I mean by approaching stuff in the wrong way. So without further ado, let's get into the first clip. I know I'm very lucky. You are. I, I just wanted to know like, what's like the best way for me? Like it, it, it's not the best question, but it's very general, but like, what's the best way for me to to get wealthy like like i don't want to say rich but like wealthy is like the best way yeah like say well either one's okay neither, <laughs> neither one are immoral it's not immoral to be rich it's not immoral you're not a bad person automatically if you're wealthy and so one thing you do want to do is break that out of your head i wanted to pause it here uh, quick because dave ramsey did something very interesting Instead of just answering the question, he started talking about if money is good or bad. And for some people, some people might think that's not important, but this is a very important thing when it comes to answering his question, because there's a practical component to earning money, but there's also a psychological component to it. If you, uh, uh, if you have a mind state uh, in which you think that money is inherently bad, you're unconsciously going to create barriers for yourself, which will prevent you from making more money. And trust me, I have been, I've gone through this with a lot of other things uh, that when you think that something isn't inherently good or something, or you feel like you don't deserve something, you're basically going to self-sabotage. So it's, so what he's doing here is very important. He's making sure 
that he's set up to win from a psychological component. And as he said, I really agree with it. When you in in the end, money is just a tool. It's not it's not good or bad. It's just something you can do uh, things with. Uh, honestly, I think it's very irresponsible to blame money for all evil things that's going on here because you're deflecting responsibility from the people that are doing that and you can also deflect that responsibility from yourself so evil deeds are done by i wouldn't say yeah, evil people even though that's also a weird concept because depending on your own norms and values anybody could be good or evil but i'm not going to get into that what's important here is that he's started with talking about the psychological component so he's set up to win but yeah it's this this podcast is more about the answer that he's going to give so i'm going to get back into uh, the audio clip so you can listen to the actual answer uh and and so because if you're other centered you can do a lot of wonderful things with money like your mom did okay she used money to do this wonderful thing for you and you'll be able to do that uh yourself many times over just to give you a little bit of context for this clip, uh, right in between, uh, what he meant by his mother did a good thing is basically uh, she made it so that he wouldn't be in debt by the time he graduated. So he has zero debt. Uh, and that's also why he kind of asked this question because uh, basically all possibilities are open to him. He doesn't have anything holding him back. But I want you uh, to listen a little bit closer to his answer because his answer is the thing that's probably going to define if you're going to uh, achieve your goals or not. So just keep on listening. So, yeah, I, 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 it's a big question. It's probably too big for a radio answer. Uh, I'll tell you the biggest thing, a couple things. Number one is to be doing what you're doing now, gather knowledge be very intentional with your money. Most people just kind of wander along and then wonder what happened. And if you'll just be very intentional, then that will lead you to doing a budget. That will lead you to living on less than you make. That will lead you to generosity. That will lead you to uh, avoiding debt. Uh, that will lead you to investing. And those are the keys to building wealth but no one does that accidentally no one wins the Super Bowl on accident it's an intentional act and so just by asking the question you've started that process of being intentional so I uh, I really agree with this uh, and I don't think it only applies for uh, money I think it applies for your goals in general uh, to succeed, you're going to have to be able to ask the right questions, and one question will lead to the other. It kind of reminds me of like those old school Gary Vaynerchuk keynotes, where he had like the Q and A's at the end of the uh, of the keynote, and then all these people would ask him kind of the same thing, like, "Gary, how do you do this? How do you become this?" And he would just respond with one word, and it would be like Google. And that's most of the time that first question. And then from that first question, you start reading and you'll see another questions and you start Googling those questions till you get the answers that you needed. Uh, but to do that, you have to be intentional. So this is what I mean by being intentional. Being intentional with your goals is 
key if you want to succeed at them. I have personally never gotten good in something without being intentional in it. The fewer things you leave to chance, the higher the chance will be that you'll exceed in your goals. As I said, I've never gotten to a high level in anything without being intentional in doing what is needed. For example, I see a lot of people uh, creating blogs and e-commerce websites and that kind of stuff, but they aren't really intentional when it comes to what is needed to create a successful website. So for example, with the blogs, uh, a lot of people uh, that I personally know, they just start writing blog articles and maybe put some on social media and then hope that people will come to that uh, and basically uh, get readers that way and grow their blog. But in actuality, that's never going to work. Uh, what they are going to have to do is become more intentional in how they are creating their blog because most of the people that are doing this, they aren't investing money and time into, for example, training. So they don't know the X and O's that are needed to create a e-commerce website or a blog the right way so it's set up for success. They aren't also thinking about what kind of audience is reading their content. They aren't looking at how readers are responding to their content and adjusting to their content accordingly. Uh, this doesn't only apply to business. I think this applies to every goal that you have. For example, let's look at relationships. I know a lot of people that jump in uh, from relationship to relationship without reflecting what went wrong and actively working on these points to fix them. They basically expect the other person they're going to uh, be in a relationship with to kind of fix it for them. So they're not thinking about that. And uh, honestly, that is a recipe for disaster. I know, for example, when I look at my previous relationship, instead of jumping into another one, I talked to a coach that could help me reflect and find the blind spots in where I was wrong. And uh, I noticed that a weak point of my personally was communicating clearly my reasons for taking specific actions with my significant other. And because of that, it created a lot of friction. Uh, and ultimately, that was my part in why that relationship ended. So I actively started working on learning how to communicate this better by reading books with principles about communication and trying to apply that in social situations. And I think that's, and I think that's a perfect example of being intentional with your goals is looking at your weak points and actively trying to correct them uh, to yeah just become a better person and uh, have a higher chance for achieving your goals and a lot of us including me aren't intentional enough in the things we care about and i think it's time for a change so ask yourself are you intentional when it comes to approaching your goals have you sought out therapy to deal with the emotional baggage from your last relationship have you mapped out exactly what you needed to build that business have you looked where you were wrong or have a weak point and worked on that that are the things that are going to help you succeed and set you up to win. So, but that is only one point of what I think can help you with exceeding your goals. Inten being intentional is very important, uh, but there's also another point that's equally important. And uh, the reason I'm saying, uh, the reason I want to mention this is because I think the majority of people that don't reach their goals 
uh, are focusing too much on their goals and not the process before that. So they haven't created the systems that put them in a situation to win. Every person I know that has achieved something uh, that not many people have achieved or take hard or takes hard work have put in place systems, whether they know it or not. In this next audio clip, you will hear a segment uh, of an interview that's done with best-selling author James Clear, the writer of Atomic Habits, where he talks a little bit about systems. I'm going to let you listen to it and give a little bit of my views uh, when it comes to systems somewhere in between. But what you find is that the deeper you study human behavior, the more that you see that so many of the actions we take each day are simply a response to the system that we find ourselves inside. And so the argument that I make in the book is that what you need to change is not necessarily your goal, but your system. Uh, and the phrase that I like to use is we do not rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. This is such a powerful statement, but so true. We, ri we don't rise to the level of our goals, but we fall to the level of our systems. And it's so true when you think about it. If I think, for example, to my life, I totally think that applies uh, applies to a lot of things that I do. For example, when I work, I'm a lot more productive when I'm somewhere around a lot of people that are working a lot instead of home. I get distracted. It's easier for me to, yeah, basically do other things. So I can understand why you should place more importance on a system. Very interesting stuff. And so if you can restructure the system or the environment you find yourself in, whether that means changing your physical environment, so we can talk some about that, like the things on your desk at work or your kitchen counter at home, changing your social environment, the people that you're surrounded by and the habits that are normal in your particular tribe, whatever that group happens to be, changing your approach and the habits you're asking yourself to build so you can keep your uh, lofty ambitions and goals but breaking them down into something that's easy to do. And uh, finally, selecting a strategy that fits well with your particular makeup, with your personality, your genes, uh, your circumstances, so that you essentially match your environment uh, to your natural strengths. Matching your surroundings with your natural strengths. I think that last sentence basically encompasses everything about what a system is. If you put a system in the right way, it almost forces you to do the things that you should do. So imagine if you didn't only use it to go, for example, to the library to study art, but take 20% of your time to think about all the things you're trying to achieve and literally brainstorm ways to put yourself into situations where you're almost forced to keep working on that stuff and setting yourself up to succeed. I think systems like that can be very powerful and can make all the difference whether it comes to you failing or succeeding when it comes to achieving your goals so there you have it that is what i mean but when i say a system and i think uh personally systems are one of the most powerful things you can have in your repertoire when it comes to achieving goals because they really put you in a position to win. So for example, when I look at my own, one of my own systems, uh, one is for uh, making sure that I don't get distracted. 
and that's called uh, the Pomodoro Technique. Maybe, maybe some of you have heard about it, but for those that don't, it's basically a method that was designed to uh, keep you engaged with your work. So what, according to science, a person uh, around average can keep their concentration for somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. After that, they need a five minute break before they can get back to peak concentration. So the Pomodoro techniques help helps kind of with timing that. So for example, what they do is uh, they have for 20 minutes, you put it on and it has like this ticking noise that just keeps on going for 20 minutes. So every time you kind of get distracted, you kind of hear the ticking uh, noise and it reminds you to get back to work. And then after like 20 minutes of having the ticking noise, you will hear the, uh, the Pomodoro timer and it goes off, meaning you have uh, five minutes to catch a break. And then after those five minutes that uh, you have uh, took that break, the Pomodoro timer goes off again and it starts ticking again for 20 minutes and it goes on and on and on like that. And it's really, it's really cool for helping you become more productive because before that I used to be distracted by everything. It, it would be crazy. I would, for example, just be working on a blog and all of a sudden I, I got this random thought like, what would, what is the name of that background music that plays during a SpongeBob episode or something like that, something really random that has nothing to do with my work at all. And then I spent maybe 10 to 20 minutes just looking for that song uh, or that background music just to find the name of it. It's, it's, it's horrible. The moment you're busy with something and it might not be the most enjoyable thing uh, to do, but it's necessary. Everything around you becomes interesting. A pen becomes interesting. People playing outside becomes interesting. And this Pomodoro technique or this system, uh, basically that I use prevents me from doing that. And so, and just like that, there are millions of systems that you can create to basically help you succeed. A morning routine could be a system. I don't know, like prepping, prepping food. So you don't eat junk food or, uh, or anything that's, that can be a system. There are all kinds of systems that can help you succeed at that. But, uh, it, I know it's kind of fake when you hear a system, but I want to talk a little bit about how you can create your own systems, uh, and where you, and what you need to do to make a successful system. So I kind of would put it into three steps. Uh, of which the first step is to take a look at where you at now. So you're going to have to evaluate, uh, your position, uh, the position that you're in and ask yourself, why are you at that spot or in that position? Uh, the second question that you need to ask yourself is uh, what are the things that are keeping you in that position? Are those distractions Are those meaningless tasks or those willpower breakdowns? And the third thing that you should ask yourself is who am I spending time with that keeps me at this position that I don't want to be. So that's the first thing you have to evaluate and uh, look at where you at now. Uh, the second thing you're going to have to look at is, uh, where do you want to go? So what exactly do you want to achieve? 
And then also what you need to know about where you want to go is in what time span you want to achieve these goals. And also uh, you need to know if these goals are realistic. The moment you have those two things, the point of where you're at and where you want to go, the first thing you need to do is create a bridge of systems that will get you from point A where you're at to point B where you want to go. And uh, to create these systems, you're going to have to be really specific in what is needed to get to this point so you can create a system. So for example, you're going to have to look at your daily routine uh, right now and what possibly could be your daily routine when you're at that point, when you've achieved that goal. You can do that by looking at people that already uh, have achieved your goals and Google maybe their routines, see what they are doing uh, on the daily. I, for example, do that a lot with my interviews. So one of my questions I always ask in the beginning is uh, how was your daily routine at the beginning when you started? And how is it now and what are the differences? Because a lot of the people that I talk to uh, on my podcast are people that I aspire to actually, yeah, I don't know, be or uh, achieve what they have achieved. So, but there are millions of ways to do that. You literally have websites that are basically nothing but lists of routines from uh, all kinds of people. And you can basically emulate that. So that's the first thing you need to know, what daily routines are necessary. Then second to create your bridge, you need to know the things uh, that need to be avoided. Uh, so for example, it could be having your phone on you when you're working, uh, it could be something uh, to be avoided or uh, letting uh, your social circle know when you're working so you don't get interrupted by friends or Maybe it is like on your way, for example, going home to work to, uh, I don't know, avoid a certain social place because you know the moment you walk through it, you're going to get dragged in by friends. And before you know it, you've wasted two or three hours of your time. So those are things that you need to know. And then the moment you know these things, you can start making those systems based on those routines and based on the things that you need to avoid. But what's important to know when you create a system that every system is unique to yourself. So you can't just take somebody's system and just uh, emulate it. You can use it, but you're going to have to tweak things here and there to make it work. So for example, not everyone is a early riser. Uh, for example, I don't really wake up that early. Uh, but there are a lot of people that do. So, for example, when you look at the Daily V, the vlog from Gary Vaynerchuk, you see that he wakes up somewhere around 5 a.m., starts doing his thing, sometimes play basketball games and all the kind of stuff, and then gets to work. While, to the contrary, if you look at Mark Zuckerberg, he, works, uh, he wakes up three hours later. So he wakes up around 8 a.m., which probably means their morning routines are going to be very different, uh, but they still have achieved a lot. So there's no one sure way to look at this. Some people are uh, morning per persons, some people are night persons. So you have to adjust your systems towards what works for you. If you can do that, 
a lot of things are possible. So this is something I would challenge you to do for 2021. Become more intentional with your goals and start creating systems. I guarantee you, if you do that, you're going to see a very big change in your life. And as I said, this doesn't only apply for online businesses and entrepreneurship. It also uh, is the same for relationships. It's the same for health. It's the same for yeah, academics. Everything revolves around being more intentional with what you're trying to achieve and creating systems that facilitate that success. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say for today. This is the podcast allergic to everything fake and addicted to everything online, authentic and real. This was a new episode of the Real Digital Success Podcast. Peace.